Welcome to Professor Bob and Professor Sherry's Vacation 2023. We are on day three. We are still in Ireland, and we are going to be going to the Dark Hedges. We are going to go to Dunlucy Castle, and we'll be going to the Giant's Causeway. So we have quite a bit to do, and there's some interesting things that took place. Now, this was a very long trip. This is a 12-hour trip. So we met the bus, which was Paddy Wagon, at 7 a.m., and we were supposed to return at 7 p.m. And we have tickets for an 8 o'clock Celtic show at our hotel. So we get on the bus, and our driver tells us we're probably going not going to get back until 7.30. Well, we're okay. We don't have to go very far to get to the hotel. But our driver was extremely annoying. And it'll get worse as the day goes on. I heard the word you guys so many times that if I were a drinking man every time he said that, I would have been stone cold drunk the first 20 minutes being in the bus. But that's not the worst of it. At any rate, it's a long drive. So we head out. It's a little cloudy at this particular time in the morning, but it does clear up a little. And we reach what is known as the Dark Hedges. Now, that's from the Game of Thrones. It's actually a series of trees that have been planted on this property so that when people came in in their carriages, they would see this long row of trees that have since grown over. And it would fix the house in a beautiful setting. So we have about, I think it was 20 minutes to see this. So I managed to get down, go all the way to the end, take pictures, come back, a little drizzly, and we're in a big bus. This is not one of those nice eight-seaters that we're, we've been, um, we're used to taking. This is one that holds 30 or more. So there is a horde of people that you have to get around. And a lot of people taking selfies right in the middle forever and ever and ever. But fortunately, being 6'2", I can shoot pictures and not really see people if I get far enough away from them. So that was fun. That was okay. Uh, Then we get back in the bus and we travel another hour or so to our next destination. Now our driver is giving us the background to Irish history, which is fine. Okay, expect that. It's not a problem. And it was something that I have heard before. And that's sure there were a lot of people that never heard it before. And we've got to the next stop at about 11 o'clock. Now, that was Dunlucy Castle. This thing sits right on the sea, and the sea has claimed part of it. And it's at this point that the sun came out. So we had a beautiful rainbow on the landscape, and we're able to take pictures. So this is not a big castle, but it is relatively extensive. And our driver says we're going to have 30 minutes here. You're kidding me. What? 30 minutes? (laughs) So Sherry and I get down and start taking pictures and, you know, doing everything that we can. We got some really nice pictures. It was really beautiful, well designed by the visitor center to give you plenty of information And we took our pictures and and got back on the bus. Well, now we're going to head to a lunch break. With this stop, he asks us what we wanted for lunch because we're going to stop in a small town and they'll have the food pre-prepared. And uh, no idea how much it costs or anything like that. So Sherry and I opted to just hope that we could find something on our own. 
So we go into the little town. Everybody who had ordered is seated. And since we hadn't ordered, we were just kind of out of luck and there weren't any other places to go. But we went into the bar section and asked if we could purchase a drink. And they said, sure. So we we purchased, uh, or she had a wine and I had, I had a Guinness. And we're sitting there and a, an elderly couple comes in and they ask, can we, can they sit there? And we said, sure. He said, are you on another bus? And they said, no, we live here. So we chatted with them the whole time, which was really fun because we asked them how long they'd been together. And they said, 37 years, but they've never been married. And they chuckled about that. And so we were in a different section of the establishment. The restaurant part was off to the other side. And we missed a big hullabaloo because what happened was there weren't a lot of choices on there if you were vegan or strict vegan. And an Indian couple went in and they brought their own food and sat down and just ordered drinks, was going to eat their own food. And of course, that's a, a, a no-no. And so the driver kicked them out of the restaurant and then they got into a verbal altercation on the bus before we left. And he was about ready to just leave them. But eventually that got settled. So that was a little strange. So we did better with the drinks than we did anything else. So now we're heading to the main event, which is the Giants Causeway. So we, we heard one version of the story that the local woman in the area had this, had, had a, her husband was a very large man, but not anywhere near as big as the giant that's coming over from Scotland. And so she dresses him up as a baby. And when the giant comes over and goes, if that's your baby, what are, how big is your husband? So he then ran back across to the other side. Interestingly enough, when we're in Scotland, they give us a different version of the same story, but that's okay. It's really fun. It's just a beautiful place. There's not a lot of places on earth you can see this type of basalt formations. So we have an hour and a half here. It's a long walk down to it, and the walking back would be pretty difficult to make. But they have bus, they have bus service. You pay a couple of pounds, and they take you down, and they bring you back. So we got down, and there were lots of people here. There was plenty of people. And we just simply found a position and sat down and enjoyed the surf because there's a lot of, it's pretty heavy surf because we had a couple of leftover old hurricanes in early September that had come over. So the surf is really up. It's beautiful. Sun comes out. It's a really picturesque thing. So we sat there for a while, took pictures, did some video panoramic stuff that I'll do with the Traveling Professor series. And then we decided, well, let's go ahead and start walking back to where the bus is. And then you see a little gap, like there's a, a little walking area. So we said, what's on the other side? So you walk through this little narrow spot. There's a whole nother beach with hardly any people on it. So you can get another view of the basalt formation from over there. So again, we got lots of pictures. We had a nice time. We watched the weather come in. And then as we're ready to leave, it turned cloudy and it started misting. So the people who came in after us had a pretty dismal gray experience. So now we're on the bus and it's probably two o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. So we have multiple hours in order to get back. And he's going to stop one place for rest restrooms. And then we're going to stop a second time 
And he basically he said, we're going to stop in downtown Bel- uh, Belfast. Well, what happens when we get on the bus after the Giants Causeway is he, he has gotten up to the independence movement in Ireland. And now he's going to talk about, for the next three hours, the troubles in Northern Ireland with the IRA and the British. And he went through all sorts of different things. And I thought I was being recruited for Sinn Féin on the bus. And he pretty much zoned everybody out. Everybody just tuned him out at this particular point. I mean, I understand talking about it, but he went into... I covered this in some of my courses that I've taught. And he was giving information, like, like all the different organizations and their letter listings. It's like the average person is not going to have any idea of what's going on. And then, of course, he then gives his own personal two cents and talks about what could be happening later on. And then we get into downtown Belfast. Now, one of the things I did is when we took tours, I tried to pick them so that they wouldn't go into Belfast. I understand everything about it. I don't want to hear this two sectarian sides of the... I've heard that my whole life. So we're in downtown Belfast. We're going to be there for 20 minutes for a bathroom break. But there isn't a pointing out where they are. It's just like he drops us off and says, go and forage for a bathroom and uh, I'll pick you up somewhere on the square. And so we went to a restaurant, uh, not a restaurant, but we went to a, a uh, department store and found a, a restroom there and then came back. Well, the whole place, the whole group of people is about ready to strangle this guy. And as we get back on the bus... He informs us that we may have to stop for gas, and so we're probably not going to get in till a little after 8, and our reservation is at 8. And there's this audible moan throughout the whole bus, of which mine was probably the loudest, so we didn't stop for gas. And we got off earlier than were... There were two places that you could be picked up, and the first one is actually closer to our hotel, So we got off there, walked across the street, went down a couple of blocks, turned right, and got into our reservation a couple of minutes before 8. And so we got seated way in the back. Dinner was great. The show was great. But we didn't have a very good view of it from our angle. Next time we go back to Dublin, I'll get earlier seating so we can get a better view. But the show was just stunning. Now, I've been on a lot of different tours over the years. And I've said nice things about everybody. I've never really had a bad one. I've had some indifferent ones when we were in Croatia. But this is the only guy I didn't tip. This is the only person I wrote up at the end. And I think a lot of people did the same thing. It was a really bad experience. It was like being trapped with a zealot and then him not worrying about when you were going to get back. So... That's just me. I'm sorry, but we had a good time without that. If you, could, if you could have given me any of the other drivers that we had for the same structure, it would have been fine. So now we are finished in our, the first half of our Irish part. The next day we are going to be flying Aer Lingus from Dublin to Edinburgh so we can catch the train in Edinburgh and go to York. Now, one of the problems that we've had at this point is that England periodically has been having train strikes. They usually pick the last week 
of the month or the first week of the month. So my concern was that we were going to get into Edinburgh and our train would be on strike and we wouldn't be able to get to York. So I made backup reservations for a hotel for the two days we might be stuck there and backup transportation tickets to get us to our next stop in case we had to miss York. But we found out that the train strike was only in England. If you were in Scotland, Northern Ireland, or Wales, it wouldn't affect you. And they didn't strike that week. So I just canceled the, the hotel. I had, to, I had to eat the tickets, but they were only like 20 bucks. So we'll be okay coming in. However, we will get in trouble on the last train that we take at the end of our, our Scotland tour a little bit later on. So, but that's a ways down the road. So tomorrow we'll be going to York by way of Dublin and Edinburgh. So as always, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.